Welcome to the Econ Dev Show. We explore the strategies, ideas, and insights that are driving economic development forward into the future. You'll hear new insights from passionate EDs about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from attraction and retention experts about how to apply actionable strategies inside your EDO. We'll help take your organization, your community, and your career to the next level. Here's your host, Dane Carlson. Our episode today is brought to you by Cathode Ray Media. Cathode Ray is a full-service marketing agency that connects government organizations to their communities. Visit cathoderay.com, that's K-A-T-H-O-D-E-R-A-Y.com to learn more or ask for a free no-obligation consultation. We thank Cathode Ray for their support of the Econ Dev Show. Welcome back to the Econ Dev Show. I'm your host, Dane Carlson. And today I'm here in the studio alone talking to you all by myself, which is a very odd experience for me because I don't really like talking to myself. All right, I'm going to be honest. I'm not talking to myself today. Today, my wife is in the studio with me. And by studio, I mean my bedroom. And she's not going to actually appear in this episode, but she is here sort of talking to me so that I have someone to talk to. I've, I've tried to record this podcast I don't know, a couple of times at least. Once today, no, maybe no, twice today, and once or twice last weekend. I'm sure you've noticed that I didn't have a podcast come out the last two weeks. It's been a very sort of busy and crazy last couple of weeks for us. We were in Denver one weekend, which involved a number of flights and a rental car and, and, and some driving. And we were there for, I think we were in Denver actually for about I don't know, 25, 26 hours. Had to spend some of that time in Walmart trying to find a jacket for my youngest son because uh, we left Houston and it was about 100. We got to Denver and it was maybe in the 40s. Anyway, got that all figured out. We came home, busy week at work. And then the following weekend, we um, unexpectedly had to drive up to Dallas. And so we did that. And that was again, you know, a four-hour drive up to Dallas quick turnaround there and back the next morning. So anyway, the last couple of weeks have not been what I expected. And I apologize for not having a, a new podcast out. And I really don't like it when people spend their entire podcast explaining why they didn't publish a recent podcast and don't just get right to it. So today, that's what we're going to do. Today, we're going to talk about AI and economic development. A couple of weeks ago, I think, I think it was two weeks ago, it might have been a week ago, I don't even know, with all of the craziness. But I had planned to host an AI and economic development Zoom show and tell. And in that, what my idea was, was that, you know, 15, 20 economic developers were going to come together on a Zoom call and we were going to sort of take turns showing off what we had discovered and were doing with ChatGPT and other AI tools. Well, that sort of got a little out of hand. I had originally, like I said, I'd planned for 15 or 20 people maybe showing up. And within a couple of days of announcing the signups, there were 500 plus people who had signed up. So I thought, well, how is this going to work? How are we going to do a show and tell? How are we going to take turns? And I couldn't figure out a way. And then I looked to see how much it costs to host a Zoom call with 500 people. Or if we didn't do a Zoom call, if we did one of those go to meeting sort of things as a sort of a webinar. And that I, 
it just was too much and I just couldn't figure it out, couldn't make it happen. So I apologize if you signed up for that and we're really looking forward to that, that I wasn't able to make that happen. But rest assured, I have come up with a way to um, show you a whole bunch of AI stuff. And today I'm going to talk about economic development and AI and and just sort of give you a brief introduction to the whole thing and and tell you what it's all about and tell you what we're going to do on the Econ Dev Show to sort of explore and um, experiment with it more. So I guess really the first question is, what is AI? What is artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence is the idea that we can teach or program computers to think sort of in the same way that humans do. So I, you know, if you think about any science fiction, you you think about robots who are walking and talking and, you know, interacting with the world and carry on conversations. That's AI, or that's what we imagined that AI was going to look like in the future. So I guess, yeah, the simple answer is computers that can think like humans. So recently, uh, I think about, about six months ago, uh, OpenAI released ChatGPT. ChatGPT is sort of an interface for interacting with OpenAI's artificial intelligence models or algorithms. Not really an algorithm, but, but models. And what these models are that they have, you've probably heard of them. They've been on all over the news. Um, there's GPT 3.5 and there, now there's GPT 4. And what these models are is basically they vacuumed up the entirety of the internet. They took it and, um, they put it into a system, into a database, and then sort of analyzed all that information. And when they analyzed it, what they did is they connect, they let the system sort of connect words. So if a bunch of words appear together in a sentence, they're connected. And if that sentence is similar to or close to in the book, it would connect those two sentences. So, for example, if um, you had a a book of nursery rhymes, and at the beginning of the nursery rhymes, um, you know, it said, uh, um, once upon a time, once upon a time, those words are all going to be connected. And then whatever comes after that, um, you know, in in a faraway land, there lived a princess. That phrase is connected to itself, but it's also connected to once upon a time. And then what the models do is the models try to, if given some input, they take it, they take some kind of input. So if they received once upon a time, they might respond with, they lived a princess in a faraway land. Another way to think about this is, if I was to say Humpty Dumpty sat on A, the word that comes to mind, or that should come to mind, comes to mind for me, should be for you, is wall. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Wall is the continuation of the previous words. And so that's basically what AI's models do, is they try to continue the sentence. Now, like I said, they vacuumed up the entirety of the internet as of September 2021. They put in this database, and they let it analyze itself, and and sort of now you can interact with it through ChatGPT. Well, it turns out that's really, really... um, amazing. I mean, there's no really other way to say it. It's absolutely insane that you can talk to it, you can chat to it, and it will give you responses. 
responses that sound like they come from another person, that they come from a human being, someone that can think and reason and, and, and create. Now, is it really the same as a human? No, not necessarily. But, and I'm not a brain expert and I'm not an AI expert, but it's unbelievable. So in a sense, they've created a thinking machine that can create. And at the end of the day, what is a human? It's a thinking machine that can create, plus some other things. So it's really, um, as I said, it's amazing. It's outstanding. You can't use enough superlatives to describe it. And I think, and I'm sure you do too, if you're listening to this episode, it's going to be radically transformative. If you want to access ChatGPT, the easiest way is to go to openai.com and uh, there'll be a sign up link and you can sign up for ChatGPT. Last I checked, and I'm pretty sure it is free to access and it's open to anyone. You're, you're going to get access to what's called the, the GPT 3.5 model, which is the less advanced of the two open AI models that are public right now. Um, it works phenomenally. It's the one that they released earlier this year, or I guess six months ago, so that would be last year, um, at the end of the year, and it, it'll just knock your socks off. There is another model that is GPT-4, and it is absolute insanity. It's, it's so much better than GPT-3.5. But honestly, if you haven't used it at all, go to openai.com, sign up for an account, and use chat GPT. Um, you'll, you'll be amazed. If you have an iPhone, there is also an um, iPhone app. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. I'll put a link to both of these in the show notes so you can access that. But basically, all you do is you just start typing. You just ask questions and you do stuff. Sort of the same way that you interact with Google, but different. Think of it like you're talking to an actual person. Maybe not the most intelligent person that you've ever spoken to, but it's not Google. It's not, it's not sort of returning results and, and, and doing that. It's not going to be finding web pages for you. It's not a search engine. It is literally a chat engine, an engine designed to respond to your text. So whatever you say, it's going to respond. So like I said, give it a try. So as we're talking about ChatGPT and the things you can do, after you've gone and experimented with it and played with it, you'll notice some things. Like I said, it gives you a response after you give it an input. The input that you give to ChatGPT is called the prompt. That is what you're prompting the software with. Those are your instructions. The prompt is the instructions. ChatGPT works with words and portion of portions of words, and it calls those tokens. Those are tokens. And the only reason that's really important for us right now in this discussion is because there's a token limit. So a prompt can only be a certain number of tokens. Now it's a lot. Um, I don't know what it is right off the top of my head. Maybe I'll come back and edit this. I don't I don't know, but it's, you can put a, a lot of tokens, but it's not an unlimited number of tokens into a prompt. Okay, so at this point, here's what I want you to do. I want you to pause and sign up for a, an account with OpenAI if you don't already have one. If you do, I want you to open it up and I want you to give it a try. I want you to, you know, just type something in. Type in a question, type in, yeah, type in a question. But then after that, I want you to give it a try and have it write a blog post for you. Have it write a blog post for your economic development organization's blog. Write a blog post about economic development in your community. In my case, Galveston County. And then read what it comes back with. 
Maybe it's good. Maybe it's great. Maybe it's not great. Maybe it's old. Then what I want you to do is I want you to say, change the first paragraph to something. Change something about the first paragraph. And and I want you to do that by typing in to the chat GPT text box. I want you to say, change the first paragraph in this way. Change it in some way. And then maybe do something the same at the, the, the last paragraph. What you'll notice is that you can give it instructions in the chat and it'll make changes to the content of the store of the article or the story, whatever it's writing. It will remember what you're talking about. So it's not a one-off thing. It's not, it's not that you say something and it responds to it and it forgets everything else that you've said previously. It continues to think about and remember everything that you've talked about in that chat up till that point. So this opens up a wide variety of, of ideas because, like I mentioned, you can make that blog post. Well, you can say, now convert that blog post into a list or now convert that blog post into a LinkedIn post or summarize the blog post in two sentences or summarize the blog post in two sentences in the style of Dr. Seuss or summarize, um, rewrite the blog post in the style of Shakespeare or um, explain this blog post to someone who only understands automobiles or write this blog post in a, explain this blog post in a way to someone who only understands American football. Something like that. Do all, try all these things. Try things that are crazy. Try things that are just ridiculous that don't make any sense. And you'll see that pretty much no matter what you give it, it's going to come back with a response. So this means that you aren't just limited by your own creativity. You can do all kinds of things with ChatGPT um, that maybe you haven't thought of. So one of the first things after you discover the sort of act of text generation is textual analysis. ChatGPT can sort of read and understand text. So what I want you to do is I want you to Google NDA a non-disclosure agreement. I want you to go find a non-disclosure agreement on the internet. And I want you, or any other kind of um, legalese kind of document, go find something. And then I want you to come back to ChatGPT and I want you to paste it into the prompt, into the box. And then at the bottom of it, I want you to write, explain this text like I'm in fifth grade. Explain this text like I'm a fifth grader. And then press submit and see what happens. So that was sort of the basics of ChatGPT. So you may be wondering, like, how does this actually work? And, and how does this fit into an office? How does an economic developer or any business utilize this? Well, in a sense, I want you to think about ChatGPT like it's Microsoft Excel. Microsoft Excel, everything that you do in Microsoft Excel with numbers and, and lists and, and reports and formulas, you could do yourself. You could do manually on a piece of paper. You could add up that column of numbers with a calculator. You could um, reorder the list into ordered by alphabetical by yourself. You could do all of that manually. But you use Microsoft Excel to do these things, these tasks, automatically to radically speed up your work process. And in a sense, ChatGPT is 
going to be, an AI is going to be something very similar to this. It's going to take the tasks that you do on a day-to-day basis and speed them up dramatically. Now, I spend a lot of time automating everything. I am, I'm sort of an addict to automation. I, if there's something that I have to do over and over again, multiple times, I will spend, you know, sometimes in an inordinate amount of time speeding that up by automation. You know, I'll, I'll invest hours and hours into something that maybe takes five minutes every single day to do that. When you look at it from that perspective, it's like, well, why did you do that? Why did you waste all that time? doing that. But if you take five minutes and you multiply it times five days a week, 365 days of the year, it doesn't take too much um, effort or it doesn't, you can see how a few hours of effort at the beginning will radically save you time throughout the year, over the course of the year or your your lifetime even. And so I think that's what ChatGPT does for us. It's an automation tool. It allows us to speed things up and, you don't have to be a and and I guess the really important thing is you don't have to be a programmer and the interesting thing about ChatGPT the really just fascinating thing about it is when you give it a prompt you're writing a program you're giving the computer instructions that it can follow and if it doesn't quite understand your prompt those instructions you can clarify and, and give it different instructions or if it comes back and gives you something that you don't want you can say you know what that's not exactly what I want what I really want is this and it'll try to come back and give it give you exactly what you want and that's you being a programmer that's you automating some aspect of your life without having to write programs so people are using chat GPT in all kinds of businesses to do all kinds of things but I'd say the ones that are really big blog post generation social media marketing writing cold emails writing summaries of text, writing, anything that's marketing related, coming up with marketing ideas, doing anything like that. They also are using it to do things like um, some kinds of basic analysis. So if you have a list of, of topics, maybe come up with a variety of sort of examples of each of these topics or group these topics into some kind of order or grouping. I think it's going to be useful for uh, recruitment. If you ever had to write a job description, ChatGPT does a pretty good job of that. If you need some assistance in sort of determining the sentiment of something. So have, if you've ever received a message on social media, someone made a comment and um, you were confused, like you thought, were they being snarky or was that a serious um, comment? Well. ChatGPT is pretty good at if you give it some text and say, what's the sentiment of this? Is it positive? Is it negative? Is it, you know, is it snarky? What does it mean? Because maybe you, like me, don't speak Zoomer. Maybe, you know, maybe you're a, a Gen Xer or a, a, a baby boomer and you don't understand what the kids are saying these days. ChatGPT is great at translating. Speaking of translating, ChatGPT can translate into hundreds of different languages. You can give it some text and say, write this in Spanish and Japanese and Swahili, and it'll do a great job of that. It's also really good, obviously, at at chatbots. You've all seen chatbots on on websites. You go to a website, and at the bottom, it has like sort of a support agent. I mean, they're basically human chatbots already. When you call customer service, 
they're looking at a database every time you ask them a question to get the answer and then they're reading it to you. So that kind of thing is obviously going to be replaced by ChatGPT and, you know, tools like that. So I think that the best way for me to really demonstrate some of the ways that I use AI in economic development is to share with you some videos of some of my workflows. And so as I've been working through this over the last few weeks, I have sort of been putting together videos of a variety of different tasks. I've been creating a bunch of different videos of my AI in economic development workflows. Um, ultimately, my goal is to be able to cover the entire day with AI tools. Everything I do from the moment I get up in the morning and, and go to work until I come home from work and go to bed. Here are some example videos that I've either already made or are in the works. An example of some of the videos that I've already created include how to create a board report, how to develop a plan to win a project in the next 365 days, how to generate economic development marketing descriptions of your region, how to summarize the chief industries in your region, how to create a work log or a brag basket that you can use when putting together your board report, how to generate sample board reports, how to write letters of introduction for people that maybe come to you with sort of way out there ideas and you can't figure out what else to do with them or how you can help them. Um, a variety of videos on numeric analysis, in my case, sales tax, property tax, analysts of census data, how to write a video script, how to create a PowerPoint, how to hire somebody using ChatGPT, how to write the job description, how to review the candidates with it, how to score and rate the candidates with it, how to organize your notes about the candidates and how ultimately to... to um, pick the right candidate, how to remove personably, how to remove personally identifiable information from documents. You know, you've got a, you've got a resume from a, a candidate and maybe one of your board members knows that candidate. Maybe it's their, you know, their, their coworker, their child, there's something they're really familiar with that person. Wouldn't you like to be able to have a resume that you could show them that doesn't have any personally identifiable information on it? so that they're not influenced by you know, the person. Also, how to fill out RFPs using ChatGPT, how to do lead generation and cold outreach, how to prepare for trade shows and calculate if incentives are worth it, how to prepare for the CECD exam, social media marketing, how to generate performance metrics for your organization, how to do media outreach and promote your EDO, how to measure your economic development, how to do strategic planning, how to define your workforce and your housing and your childcare and do a complete community inventory, how to generate white papers for your economic development organization, how to sort of grade your website and determine if it's any good, how to write your speech if you have to speak in public, how to, how to prep for that using ChatGPT, how to prepare for a site visit, how to sort of have internal debates with yourself and determine, you know, which side of an, an idea you might want to be on, how to generate code names for your projects, 
with ChatGPT, how to do business retention and expansion, how to manage your expenses or, and route planning, how to generate your monthly newsletter, how to summarize your board meetings, how to um, you know, generate a to-do list from a new project, how to estimate a budget, how to do research on, the, on your prospects and, and research for your in-person interviews with people. Basically, I'm developing an entire system of AI, economic development, um, workflows. All of these I'm going to make available sort of in the paid version, in, this, in the paid subscriber version of the Econ Dev Show. These are all going to be behind a paywall for $100 a year or $10 a month per user. And I hope that you'll join. I hope that you'll check them out. And yeah, we'll go from there. I hope you'll support me in this new effort. In addition, I'm going to attach uh, a couple videos to this podcast. I'm going to put them in the show notes. I'll put them in the blog post announcing this and in the newsletter. Some of the videos that I've been working on so you can get a sample of them. You can see what they look like and how they, how they flow. Anyway, I hope that you'll check them out. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being a subscriber to the Econ Dev Show. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you all soon. You've been listening to the Econ Dev Show with Dane Carlson. If you're an economic developer who never stops learning, for more expert strategies, fresh insights, and new ideas to take your career, organization, and your community to the next level, visit us on the web at econdevshow.com.